Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand. One quick plug, by the way, for all our Patreon people. First of all, thank you for subscribing. We uh, appreciate the endless support for that, of course, but. The other thing we did want to mention is you notice when you're you're tuning in to things like the Nexus and and the, well and, the Nexus is our, our Star Trek show which right you get of on course. the eight dollar level or you, if you go down to the three dollar level you'll get the Animation Damnation which oh, we're actually also yeah. on the eight dollar level yeah what's what else is on there Steve we're throwing around some side order of sleezes every yeah. now and again there's going to be a sleaze peppered in we're going to try to amp up production on that but as you listen to all of these these different episodes you're going to notice some new album artwork and that is by uh one of our one of our longest listeners of the show uh, a fellow by the name of philippe sobrero he's an incredibly talented artist and we do want to give him a quick plug you can go to his website www.sobrero.com that's s-o-b-r-e-i-r-o sobrero.com or facebook.com slash f sobrero this dude uh let me tell you he's a colorist and artist from brazil he's currently um Working on spread for Image Comics. That's awesome. Uh, super talented dude. So check out his stuff. Support him any way you can. He's done great work for us. Again, longtime fan of the show, Philippe Sabrero. So shout out to him. Now let's get into it. Let's kick off the 2016 Halloween Spooktacular. This is indeed Pet Cemetery 2. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. <laughs> We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Sometimes. That is what I... Coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick for fucks, he 
seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning into the program, as always. That's right. The Spooktacular is in high gear. I miss that theme song, man. Oh, oh man. it's just fun. It? it just makes me feel good. The breaks. Oh, oh the man. Breaks. The, the breaks. breaks. It's just the breaks. <laughs> now, this is, of course, uh, the sequel to uh, to Pet Cemetery. It's from 1992, directed by Mary Lambert, who also directed Pet Cemetery. Which so, is odd because they're they're kind yeah. of different movies. Oh, they're very different movies. I would say one's written by Stephen King and stars Denise Crosby, and one doesn't. Um, a quick programming <laughs> note, uh, yes. Eric is we like we said we haven't done it yet, but we are doing four person episodes this uh, this season as much as we can with uh, all four of us in That's studio. Correct. Yes. Unfortunately, when Eric went out to Hollywood, he got an offer to be the new Mr. Nanny, and <sighs> he's just doing some screen tests. We don't know when yeah, he'll be I, back. I mean, he's going to be back and forth, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's officially bi-coastal now. We knew it was going to happen to one of us. I mean, uh-huh. those tutu fittings, I got to tell you, you think they're a one-day thing. <laughs> no, they're no. not. You're held up all week out no, there. that's a long thing. Can I just say on the air, by the way, that was a fucking great time. Absolutely. Yeah, Los Angeles, what a warm Thank welcome. You, everybody. The Sideshow Network was great. They took good, good care of us. Totally. Uh, so now we're back to business talking about shitty movies. And I got to tell you. This is a little bit of a we love movie situation for Andrew Jupin anyway. I don't want to speak for the room. I mean, it's it, it's incredibly enjoyable, but oh my dear lord, is it stupid. Oh, it's stupid as hell. It's very dumb, but I liked it a lot. I've never seen this movie in full ever until last night. Oh, really? I, yeah, really? I was I mean, I was a cowardly kid. I think I've said this before. I never really watched horror movies. I think somebody yeah. was watching it in a room once and it was the scene at the end where the mother is burning up and I went, <laughs> and I ran out of the room. <laughs> Uh, you, so your your trail of dust that was shaped like you watched the rest of the movie. It's one of those things where like you build this up. Like I was saying, those Freddy Krueger movies. Like those movies are so scary. Who could sit down that long? It's funny but, how you believe that. Like I went into Jason believing I was going to have a heart. Like, yeah. At, as a kid, I was like, oh well, this is it. Can this I t- it can goes. I can I admit to something incredibly embarrassing on oh, the do right now? So when we were out in L.A. We had like an Airbnb. We all stayed out. It was like the WHM Clubhouse. That's kind of a spooky Airbnb. Yeah, it sure was. Hashtag not staying there again. Hashtag bad reviews. Definitely Hashtag not you deserved a, it. Uh, dry house. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. On no. several levels. But so speaking of watching scary stuff, right, I can watch any scary movie, man. Mm. I've been doing it since I was a kid. I think there's probably something a little wrong with me. I haven't been checked out. But it's like you have that thing in the back of your head like there's... There's there's probably something wrong. Yeah, I small. watched the two necromantic movies back to back. Like I don't that's, know what those are. Oh, they're uh, not. No, <laughs> they're, they're, not they're, they're NSFW. <laughs> okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> but what's the uh, not safe for everywhere? <laughs> NSFE. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so that to give you an example of the kinds of movies I watch, but I was watching like one of those like. Uh, bullshit history channel, like paranormal, whatever. Uh-huh. I got spooked out. <laughs> and it's, I don't remember what it was called. It was like paranormal attack or pa- paranormal something or other. This yeah. bullshit show on like a fake TV network, one of those things on yeah. cable. And it was just like, 
stories with like horrendous reenactments attached to them. And I was like, I got to go to bed. <laughs> a really fast moving Ottoman got you. Dude, there was one who was a woman who had a haunted washboard in her house. <laughs> and it, the ghost kept following her. <laughs> So those will do it to me, but this shit, no. So S- Stephen King, our, yes. our dear friend from Maine, a uh, big fan of this show. He always, oh, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> he always tweets about it. It's so nice. Um, no, that's never happened. Uh, but he is not involved in the sequel at all, right? No. This was like, they t- they own whatever studio this was, I didn't pay attention, uh, owned the rights to Pet Cemetery to make the right. sequel, and they said, fuck you. And they did it if, you know, not, it's not like one of these, like, word 10 years out. Yeah. Like, this was 92. I think that first movie was like 88. That sounds right. Something like that. Something in that area. Uh, still, when it was, like, appropriate to have the Ramones on a soundtrack, <laughs> which I fucking love the Ramones, but, sure. you know, well, 92. Well, we're going to get into the soundtrack for this movie. Oh, sure. We'll talk is, about uh, it. Quite exquisite. So, uh, Chris Cabin, if you could, like, boil down the, the, what are like the nuts and bolts of this movie? The base elements of this film? Uh, Eddie Furlong uh, right. in all his whiny glory. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. He, he. I can't mo- believe we're editing in live parts of that movie. I like your supercut, by the way. It's just, just like three different ones. Uh, hey! Then, you know, that's about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, Eddie Furlong. Fuck uh, off. That's my favorite one. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Chris Cabin. Uh, his mother dies, uh, and she's dead. Uh, and she's got, like, skull marks on her face. Yeah. Uh, so him and his father, Anthony Edwards, moved to back home, to her hometown. Right. Um, and uh, they live right next to a pet cemetery, as it the, turns the, out. The titular pet cemetery. Wouldn't you know, yeah. Yeah. You know that's happening? And then, uh, <laughs> and my lord, Clancy Brown's there, and he's doing... He's doing quite a lot. He's of doing work. it all. Like this is. I saw this movie on like the Sci-Fi Channel. I think was the first this was time. A big Sci-Fi movie. And I could tell that it was really heavily edited. So I did rent it years later. This is a brutal fucking movie. Oh, but yeah. the only thing I really remembered betwixt the two viewings was Clancy Brown being a fucking maniac. <laughs> really but it's not until like it. you. I mean, I probably hadn't seen this since I was like I don't know, like twelve or thirteen, maybe revisiting it. As an adult, you're like, this is some twisted shit. We're talking zombie sexual assault in this movie. Oh, so much. Like, the sexual shit alone is gross. But I think, yeah, go ahead. It gets to weird, weird, wild places. Oh, yeah, wet and wild. And you know what? I'm going to go on the record and say it. I actually You were hard think... as a rock the whole time? <laughs> um... <laughs> Turgid. <laughs> oh, wow. How about that? What a gross word. Let's just, you know, gross it up a little bit more. Please. Um, <laughs> I think this is a better movie than the first one. It, I think it might is be that more right? fun. I liked the first one. I watched it maybe two-ish years ago. Yeah. Um, it's The first one's probably scarier, I think. At the end. But, like, yeah. the first hour of that movie That's is true. so hard to get through. Because There's a lot of nothing going on. Which is kind of fun because it's, like, based on a book. So, like, clearly, like, Stephen King's like, oh, you know, you reel them in, everybody. Gotta, gotta, gotta set those plot points. And this movie is just, like, a movie down movie. It's interesting because I'm experiencing that now. Uh, I, I've become a, a train commuter again, so I'm getting more reading done. Sure. So I was like, I'll pick a book that's been on the shelf for ages and I've never read it. And, you know, lo and behold, there is a copy of The Shining. I've yeah. seen the Kubrick movie a thousand times. I've never read the book. 
So I figured, what the hell? And I'm reading this book, and I'm like, when the fuck are they getting to this hotel? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it takes fucking yeah. forever. Yeah, it's, sure. You're, you're really lucky that Kubrick cut out the whole uh, let's buy a laundromat part <laughs> that opened the first, you know. That was the original title. Yes. <laughs> we bought a laundromat. So this, uh, we start off with one of my least favorite things. Oh, I know where this is going. Uh. Fake movie opening, oh, man. Jesus. And why is it always fake horror movies? Yes. It's never like a fake erotic thriller <laughs> or a fake... Oh, I mean, maybe you get like a fake like Star Trek knockoff movie every now and yeah, again. I, I, for a minute, I thought Body Double had an erotic thrill because that would make sense to Palma. But like... No, I think it's always horror. I think you're right. It is always horror. Yeah. We just we open on a cemetery, and then there's some lady walking down some steps, and then she gets grabbed by a scary skeleton, and then you get, cut! Which, oh, oh man. man, the cut. Cut should never be the first line of anyone's movie, period. No, because that means... It makes me want to turn off the movie. <laughs> yeah. But this is... She's in some, like, haunted castle, and I'm like... Is this the origin of the pet cemetery? No, that was like Native Americans. What's going on? I was waiting for the Crypt Keeper to show up. It the is latest a- Walt Braddock production. <laughs> <laughs> is that the dude's name? No, I don't know. Oh, it's name. a good fake name. <laughs> I don't though, know for if this guy. I don't know if he even has a name. So there's like some. There's like a bungling uh, special effects wizard who's trying to get the the puppet to grab her correctly. And the the, the woman in this scene is Edward Furlong's mom. We're introduced to Edward Furlong. Uh, he stops by the set like he owns the place. By the way, hey mom. <laughs> Hey, you think you and dad are going to get back together? The answer to that question, which is which she says wrong, which is whale see. No, 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 no. Whale see? And then she's like, oh, you know, we'll just see. But oh, we'll see. Don't get your hopes up. No, which no, no, is no, a no. hard no, yeah, by the way. It has to be a hard no. <laughs> Even a, if you're like, fuck it on the side, it's got to be yeah. a hard no. No, yeah, cut it open. That's a hard no that you just <laughs> delivered there. So she goes in, and I think the reason, well, Edward Furlong was almost to start at this point, because this is after T2. But he re- he does one of his greatest hits in this scene. Oh, where uh, so like uh, the, like you said, there's a bungling uh, special effects guy. There's like a leaky thing, and like there needs to be electricity in the. What's going on? Oh, an animatronic uh, skeleton hands. Because having the fuck you pay uh, pay <laughs> Doug Jones to put on some skeleton gloves, or just take a fucking skeleton puppet on a stick and just put the <laughs> fake yes. arm through the fake. Dirt. Also, know what movie you're making. Have a guy with a skeleton glove that you put on when it gets cold outside. <laughs> yes, and have that grabber. But at no, this point, this like thirty dollar electronic <laughs> contraption is going to grab her, uh, and it's there's some leak in the set, and it falls yeah. over. It, it electrocutes her. She's holding on to. A wrought iron gate, which probably would have been plastic with this fucking movie, but it's wrought yeah, totally. Uh, and she starts getting electrocuted, and Edward Furlong, much like he does in T2, goes, Mom! That's what they were like, all right, you're in. Mixed with a healthy, no! Mom! No! So this is where we get fried up like a fucking dangerously cooked Thanksgiving turkey. And Walt Braddock is getting ready for all the lawsuits. It's Get awesome. ready for all of them. You see this director like barking orders, and like all he should just say is like, you know, turn off the electricity. Yes. But this guy's like <laughs> pointing at people, already throwing the blame at this crew. He it's, knows she's a goner. It's tough, man. And <laughs> they call up Anthony Edwards just mid putting a dog to sleep. <laughs> man, 
What? What? I think that's a terrible combination. You're in the middle of taking a dog's life, <laughs> and you get a phone call that your ex-wife has been fried on the set of a C-grade R movie. But we're gonna get into Anthony Edwards more. But honestly, in his head, I kind of think he's got like a count going <laughs> of like all the ones he's taken. Oh yeah, he he's a dog killer, man. Yeah, oh, he's like number four hundred and seventy. <laughs> Do you think vets like keep track of that? Well, I feel like like vet- police arrests or something. Yeah, I think vets are very much like uh, um, Larry Miller in uh, Best in Show. Like, oh, they all go. They all they, they, <laughs> they know how they all go. Like, uh, that's the way you kind of have to be. Sure, though. of course. Yeah. No animal can be precious, mm-hmm. so especially when you're killing them. We cut to uh, they're they're burying their mo- they're burying this woman in Maine. Of course, got to go to Maine. Oh yeah, uh, and there's like all sorts of paparazzo around. And Clint- which I'm sorry, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> if some like nothing horror star dies, like here's the thing, heaven forbid, when Heather Langenkamp <laughs> passes away, sure. TMZ is not attending the funeral. No. There's no. nary a flash bulb to be found at that fucking cemetery. Just not any fl- not, There's no cameras. There's the Fangoria guy is going to go there, but it's for a longer piece, and yeah. he just wants to sort of. He's got a notebook in so hand. There's yeah. a book. Yep. He's working on a book. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's going to be. Clothes. You know, he's going to be embedding himself in the town for yeah. a long yeah. while, trying to get to know Eddie Furlong. Yeah, yeah. You know, befriend him outside the school. Kind of like in Cold Blood. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly right. Truman Capote type <laughs> writing nightmares end. <laughs> He's going to be paying for uh, that director's legal defense because Lord knows Anthony Edwards is suing the pants off of this the thing guy. Is, they're living in some nice little house or whatever, and they clearly have a bit of money. But, dude, this this t- they can move anywhere they want. They use the obnoxious rich people thing of, oh, you're going to live at the summer house. I was like, I want this family fucking dead. Well, <laughs> you, and your, you and your fucking summer house. Oh, oh, it would be bad, but you would have, I want their dog dead. I want their cat dead. <laughs> yeah. Their place burnt to the ground. And you're putting none of them in that pet cemetery because I know what's going on in this town. <laughs> so Clancy Brown is pushing uh, these these guys back. He's the only one sort of trying to do a main accent in this movie. Oh, he's he's struggling. He's he's, struggling. he's having he's uh, he's got his hands on the lion's jaw, <laughs> trying to make those things not close. But it's uh, but I think it's the same thing in that first one, and it's just Fred Gwynn doing a real big main slur. Oh like, yeah, I don't recall anyone else in that movie doing it. Denise Crosby's not doing no, it. No, no one's doing it. And but like Clancy Brown's like, yeah, I'm from Maine now. I, but it's so bad that I forgot that this movie was set in Maine, and yeah. I was like, oh, weird. The sequel takes place in, like, what's that? Backwards Georgia, I'm hearing? <laughs> well, I will say it's unique, because it's like, what if Mephistopheles came from Maine? <laughs> <laughs> it's a ridiculous fucking accent. I love Clancy Brown. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And I love oh. him in this movie. He's I great. think he's great in this movie. He is this movie. I, I love Clancy Brown in just about everything. Speaking of Thanksgiving turkeys, he's fucking feasting on this scenery. <laughs> oh, Lord. In heaven. Because you have to. Like, Anthony <laughs> Edwards is giving a subdued performance, which you Not, know what, dude? Nope. Wrong movie. Especially <laughs> yeah. for what's happening, you know, from scene to scene. What with all the necromancy? <laughs> yes, and the animal <laughs> stuff. That's my favorite part. So he, he's, he's pushing all these, like, press, get back, you fucking heathens! You know, he's doing, <laughs> doing a real Clancy Brown. And then he goes around to Anthony Edwards. He's like, ah, so sorry about your wife. 
You know, we went together for a while. <laughs> like, Dude, you know, not the time or the place, man. I don't. He doesn't do that thing because he or Anthony Edwards knows him. Yeah, it's oh, the that's kid right. that. He- Dude, yeah, I'm putting the my kid. mother to sleep right now, dude. <laughs> Eternal sleep, sir. What does he say? He says, like, oh, you know, we went to homecoming, prom together. <laughs> everything. <laughs> it's something we like that. We did yeah. everything. <laughs> and Eddie Furlong is just like, thanks, Terminator. <laughs> it is so wildly inappropriate for a funeral. And I'm like, all right, Clancy Brown, you've stolen my heart yet again. Oh, yeah. It's so awesome. So now they're moving into this place, and they get get a housekeeper, which, you know what? This kid's like 13. Yep. Yep. You're third. You're you're a forty year old, like a, a full. Like you, maybe you get a woman to come clean the house every week. You know what I mean? Is Just, she living there? I th- she's there. She's like I, making I breakfast. She she's like a like, Mrs. Duxworth situation. Whatever that. Oh, Miss Beaksley. What was her yeah, name? Oh, whatever. 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 Right. Hashtag whatever happened on Ducktales. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't need a live-in made for two able-bodied people. Yeah, but I don't quite understand. And like, it's just I, so Anthony Edwards can like, and the movie never bothers to explore this really. But yeah. like, he's gonna like get into fucking like yeah. that's that's gonna oh, start happening. Tremendous fuck eyes. Yeah, like when I mean, Jerry Seinfeld starts dating his maid. Well, the weird thing was I wasn't sure because she kind of looks like the mother looks like Jessica Chastain. Uh, oh, Jessica Chastain was like seven when this movie well, yeah, came yes, out. But she looks like Jessica Chastain now. She kind of looks like Jessica Chastain. And this other woman is the woman, the girlfriend from PCU, and they kind of look alike. And I was like, are we doing like <laughs> oh, a yeah. Vertigo situation? Oh. Or are we not? Yes, let's. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think they were really thinking of that. <laughs> I think that was uh, in their heads, though, the obsession and all that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. were yeah. thinking of Alfred Hitchcock's psychological masterpiece, the, Vertigo. Uh, yeah, no fucking way. <laughs> Wait a second, though. She's the chick from PCU? She's the so girlfriend, that's, yeah. She's like, that's the same woman from Once Upon a Time in America? I, yes. Which. Anthony Edwards is watching in this movie, which is bizarre because that's it's another kind of weird vertigo thing because I think it's a weird like he's watching that movie, which in our reality. Yeah. The actress who plays the dead mother is in Once Upon a Time in America, Mm -hmm. but they're playing it as a movie that this fake actress character was in. Oh, that's Uh, weird. But they're just using a real movie. How about some footage from another bogus horror movie she was in? (laughs) How about that? Well, they even say, like, uh, there's this whole, like, set-up mousetrap gag where, like, He's like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna put all my wife's dresses upstairs in the attic, and oh, Eddie God. Furlong is like weirdly insistent on that fact because he's like, oh, you know, we'll put him at Goodwill, and I was like, no, 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 we're putting him up there. It falls down, and the dresses pop out, and the woman goes like, is this the dress she wore to the Emmys? Oh, and like, yeah. she's like rocking around with it. I'm like, well, you're not fu- you're not hired. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, out of here. Let's call a spade a spade. The daytime Emmys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By Quit the way, fucking around. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, lady. Next. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like anyone would be better than the woman that remarked on your dead wife's dress. And Eddie Furlong is immediately like, "Give me back my mom's dress." Bitch, you're not my mom. Oh yeah, that's a that's right up front. Don't try to be my mom. We do get an Eddie Furlong hat trick because we've got the ma'am, and we've got he does put on a jean jacket, which he puts on in most of his movies. Well, Divorced yeah. parents, that's in there. That's, that's on the, the furlong checklist. And there's a very prominent dirt bike later in the film. So <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. So you know what? This is Eddie Furlong bingo. <laughs> 
Oh, and his balls haven't dropped. So that's another so one. So there's also you know, that. that's the uh, so cut to Anthony Edwards is opening up a veterinary clinic, and I don't remember if from the first movie this is the vet's old office. Is that what we're supposed to believe? I, I think so. Because yeah. the film insinuates, and I don't, I don't remember the first movie much at all. It's been a couple of years since I rewatched it, but that guy that Anthony Edwards goes to later in the film, yeah. is that like, is he a character from the I first don't rem- movie? He I might have been, but think I don't so. Because there's like a crazy old veterinarian in this movie who, who like, knows the deal, who knows the score. Like, Get out of that town! <laughs> Back to my taxidermy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh gross. That guy looks like a white salmon rushdie a bit. <laughs> no, he totally does. <laughs> if he was a rampant pervert, yes. yes. <laughs> if uh, so, we're we're opening this veterinary office, and it's like a real rundown shithole. You're, I'm. Okay, you're yeah. a veterinarian. Yes. You were married to an actress who seemed to be consistently working. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you buy a clean office? Yep. Or, conversely, buy a broom. <laughs> <laughs> or a vacuum. Or a mop, possibly, to clean up this shithole. Because who would bring their fucking animal here? Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't open it for business that way. He makes Eddie Furlong clean this place up, which is great. Because we get a jump scare. It's like, oh, what's going on? And, you know, we're, we're in a movie called Pet Cemetery, And, you know, it's like, oh, what jumps out? An adorable kitten. And oh, then sure. there's like a bunch of kittens. And, you know, he's like, oh, can I keep him, man? And he's like, oh, you know, if you, you know, well, if you're... You sweep up and do this and the other thing, clean all these kennels. Yeah, sure, you'll keep them. And he's like, uh, and he's, in the back of his mind, he's like, I wanted to kill that cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was primed to be number 572. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it right on his forehead. <laughs> trying to meet my quota. Trying to Just, meet my quota. You know, trying to meet my quota. It's uh, like that movie that hasn't come out yet, The Frighteners. <laughs> That's it's exactly like that. But how fucked head. up is it that your little kid who just watched his mom roast on the set of a terrible <laughs> yeah, movie he was on set? <laughs> yeah, he witnessed this fucking accident. His mother's face got grilled, like quite literally. Yeah. That is actually an important part. Yeah, her, like her face is up against it. We do get like a little bit of uh, of what's to come with the uh, special effects because like her face sticks to it and then it burns off kind yeah, of yeah. it's it's wretched uh but like how fucked up is it that after all that all that he's like yeah 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 you can keep that kitten once you clean up this dilapidated workspace <laughs> i foolishly rented why don't you give him three kittens and let him go home <laughs> And shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Your job is letting these kittens go home. You're an adult. You got money. You can buy prostitutes if you need to. You bought that maid. Get her in here sweeping you've, the floor. You've got yourself handled for the grieving process. You know what, Lenora? Let the kid do whatever the fuck he needs to do. You know what, Lenora? This, this afternoon, you're going to work off-site. You're going to come to my office... Yep. You're going to clean the fucking place up. I'm paying you to clean whatever I want. <laughs> also, that's not how that works. You can't just send maids where you want. Oh, you know what? Suburban Maine in the 90s? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a Wild West for maid service. Oh, that was before the marches. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you could do what you want back then. Were so, you on the ground in 98? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I was. In the streets? The but there's uh, then um, uh, Clancy Brown barges in with his kid or his stepson. Uh, yes. His name is Greg or Glenn. A uh, tubby. 
That's what he keeps calling him. Yeah, he's a fat yeah, kid. He, I he's don't a fat know. kid. He kind of sounds like Lauren Michaels a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what really? Yeah, he's like, oh, hello. Uh, his name is Drew. Drew. Yeah, hi, I'm Drew. Oh, it's my first movie. <laughs> oh, hello, Eddie Furlong. <laughs> you know what's fucking uh, weird? Cut to us constantly talking about stuff we read on IMDb. Sure. Which is a real crutch, uh, but. <laughs> They're talking about how like it was this it was this actor's first movie and he was very nervous and it says that he instantly befriended Eddie Furlong who who quickly became both best friend and mentor to him. <laughs> oh come on. Oh that's why that kid who plays Drew is only in 3 movies because he <laughs> took acting lessons from Edward Furlong. That's the only nice thing I've ever heard anyone say about Edward Furlong, like period. Yeah, and you know we don't know Edward Furlong. He could be know. a good guy. Sure. Yeah, he probably would be fine. You bet Betty talks a lot of shit about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who though. doesn't? <laughs> So uh, he comes <laughs> up with this dog named uh, Zowie. Zowie. Uh, who's got like a scratch because he was fucking around with bunnies. Anthony Edwards fixes it. And, you know, it's just kind of setting up that Zowie is in this movie. Right. Clancy Brown's bunnies, by the way, which is a real fucking tend in the rabbit situation. Yep. Oh, he's also um, a huge enthusiast of rabbit sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's or, like, you know. So much so that there's like a small on the side business. You or, notice this situation? Or hair fornication. <laughs> I don't I don't know what they are, you know. I don't know. H A R E by the way. No, he's got so when you see where these people live, mm-hmm. right, uh where they, they take Zowie home and Clancy Brown is like living there, he's the stepdad in this situation. He's married to this kid's mother who looks like the woman from Wings, but it's not the no, woman it's from not, Wings. It's not Amy Yazbeck. Yeah. Oh, she's a he, she's a, a, a Amy Yazbeck stunt double if she ever needed one. She's in an X Files. Makes sense. Uh, but that's about it. Um, no, like right outside on the front lawn, Clancy Brown has erected this massive rabbit pen. Yeah. With tons of rabbits in it. And there's a sign that totally says rabbits, $10. That's a business. He's keeping these things fucking for business purposes. <laughs> so is that a brothel, I guess? Is I think it's a rabbit brothel. It's a real hair house. Uh, it, there is just this Oh, come like... on. Hair house? Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving the, on. People the are desperation laughing. made me laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. My pathos is hysterical. <laughs> What are you saying? It's just like this really creepy scene. Like there is a scene of two rabbits going at it, sure. and they cut to Brown, and he's got this dopey smile. Is he licking his lips? Like I can't remember. Like just like the teeth are like <laughs> they're doing as, it as one who watches rabbit <laughs> fucking does. Um, it was bothering me when I was watching the movie. What the kid looked like, what what Drew looked, who he looked like. Uh-huh. Me I, in the sixth grade. No, I just got it. He looks like Roger Pedactor from Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, my God. That is a deep cut. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that is. Somebody's going to get that. You know, uh, props to uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine season premiere. Did anybody catch this nice. yet? There's a great thing where Andy Samberg talked about how his favorite movies in the first Ace Ventura. And he goes... Uh, Aside from the fact that it gets wildly transphobic at the end, it is a great comedy. I was like, bravo, show. That's great. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this. 
Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. Um, so he takes this kitten to school for some reason. What the fuck are you thinking? You, you're already guaranteed to be an outcast, you moron. Just Ex- look at you. Exactly. You're calling the, everybody Terminator. You're the... <laughs> Hey, Terminator, where's the bathroom? <laughs> I'm the hall monitor. I don't know what a Terminator is. Uh, uh, all right. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, guaranteed. That was at every one of Eddie Furlong's <laughs> birthday parties. Dude, that guy will break a bottle over your head if you say hasta la vista. Him. I guarantee that. <laughs> I, I always imagined him as a strangler. <laughs> Straight on you. You don't talk about a greasy strangler. Um, <laughs> so he goes there with a the kitten... We don't really even notice that he has a kitten until the scene ends. Like, he's been in school all day, it seems. Like, cause it, it's recess. It's done. We're done. We're not even recess. We've been excused for the day. And, like, this cat pops out. The bell rings. Cause, like, all these kids are looking at him, like, oh, fresh meat. Like, the bell rings. Yeah. And this cat's like, Rare. Yeah. Like, dude. right out of his jean jacket. There's no way a kitten is staying quiet during a whole fucking 45 minutes, no. man. No way. Inside of a jacket? 
in ostensibly one place. Yeah. Give me and a break. What are you talking about? Like the best place you could leave a cat is home with your veterinarian father oh, and and the maid that you're paying millions of dollars. Yeah, to. Amy Nasbeck. <laughs> also, oh no, you... Amy Nasbeck's the the fact not back. Uh, wait, and K- Casey Ryback is uh, is is definitely. Oh, that's, a oh, that's Steven Seagal. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Yeah. Oh, we're getting all sorts of character favorites mixed up. And by the way, if you are so like into being with the cat, guess what? Your mother just died. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah, stay home with the cat. Oh, yeah, a little that's extra a, time. <clears throat> that's a disability cat. Have no. have fun there. <laughs> no one's seeing me until Thanksgiving. That's sure. What, that's what maybe yeah. stopping into school. Oh yeah, you're not missing much anyway. Maybe but, I'll come in like at the end of the day to like see my favorite science teacher. <laughs> Ooh, who gives a shit? Well, but. also he's like new. This is the thing. Like he's new to this town. They just remember they moved to the summer house. Yes. Yeah. So like, take the year off, man. Yeah. Yes. You're, you're not missing anything. You'll do sixth grade next year. It's not fun. No. <laughs> um, you but, can get beat up next year. <laughs> He does get beat up by the kid from Big. It's the kid from Big, but a uh, little bit of a deeper cut. He's a uh, little Russ from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. He is. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, this kid loved the '80s, did not like the '90s so no. much, and the 2000s weren't really kind. Didn't then... he just like turn to sand? <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! He walked past the seal of 1989. <laughs> he looked back. Yeah, he did. He tried to look back on 1989 and turned to sand. So um, <laughs> oh. they're like, "Oh, nice kitten, kid!" And they like steal this cat. And I'm like, "Oh man, get out of here, Ted." Bundy, you know what I mean? Like this shouldn't be fucking with cats. So they always ask, are you fucking with animals? Well, it's a Stephen King source material story, man. Anything is possible. Well, That's true. Also, and like, I hate this thing with the, um, we're going to fuck with the kid whose mother just died. Nobody I know. does that. Oh, man. You're Nobody gonna, does it. You're going to look back on that and feel like a real jerk. And I get this feeling. <laughs> that if you didn't get murdered later in this movie, but continue. <laughs> Uh, but you get this feeling because their their big taunt is oh celebrity boy yeah <laughs> big big old celebrity boy <laughs> celebrity orphan big celebrity boy and like like I kind of in the back of my head kept on thinking is this like Stephen King like sticking it to like people who make fun of him for being a celebrity like people who kind of like well Stephen King got- didn't have anything to do with this one uh-huh, so no not, yeah. Maybe this director had a problem with Possibly, it. Though. But like, it feels like such a weird like curly cue to put on. Well, this. you know, uh, as it turns out, kids are monsters. Sure, uh, and they will just latch onto anything. Now, granted, you could just go straight for dead mother. <laughs> Yes. But they also decide to throw in the celebrity thing. You know what? Probably because they're jealous. But they also do do like, oh, what, you cr- cried mommy. Because like they, they, they steal this kid and it's this great chase scene on bicycles. <laughs> he's hol- he's riding this bike and holding this cat up like, yeah, you like this, baby? <laughs> it's amazing. We're going to go to hell tonight, cat. <laughs> Here it comes! Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Eddie Furlong's reaction when this catnapping happens is amazing because he's just like, oh, Terminator. It's just like, he all shucks his and like begrudgingly gets on his bicycle, like, guess I'll go get this cat back. And he wouldn't you know it, they're right at the pet cemetery. Oh, yeah. They put it inside the pet cemetery. And they're like, you know, go in there. And he goes, fuck off, man. And he punches him. And he gets into a fight. He would have been trounced by this kid, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. But he yeah. puts up a decent fight. That kid that kid rode a huge bee one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
He's brave. <laughs> that kid befriended a massive ant one time. He's fearless. Oh, That's that would be great. At the end when Clancy Brown is trying to kill this kid, a giant ant comes to the rescue. Man, there is nothing funnier than that movie trying to make you feel sad for an ant that dies. Oh, stupid. A giant fake ant. Yes. A stupid movie. That's a bad movie. Um, oh, sure it is. Uh, so they, they put the cat inside the pet cemetery. In a birdcage, by the way. Nice and ironic. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the cat's alive, and they're like, um, they kind of, as you know, if you know from the first movie, there's kind of like uh, the good coats are in the, are in the back situation, because yeah. the, the front <laughs> is a regular, honest-to-goodness pet cemetery. Where it's, you a, it's an on-the-books pet cemetery. <laughs> yes, exactly. In the back, that's where the shady shit goes on. <laughs> that's where you can resurrect your pet to be a zombie. So, uh, it's we, also like, not for nothing, it's a gross pet cemetery. It is. Yeah. I haven't frequented a ton of pet cemeteries. You know, there's, there's that great Errol Morris documentary, Gates of Heaven, which you should watch if you haven't. Uh, but like, this is disgusting. It yeah. looks like a junkyard. It looks of, like where you would go to throw out cemetery paraphernalia. Like, uh, Danny DeVito's penguin lair. Yes. <laughs> when it's thawed out in the summer. <laughs> That's what this shit looks oh like. Oh my god, I would love it if in Batman Returns there was a penguin graveyard. Like, because there would be, they would be dying there all the time. There's, there's tons of dead penguins in that movie already. <laughs> and he's yeah. a really sincere character, so he, each one's getting their own grave. Wait, it's seen... not a mass grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're yeah. not just putting them in a hole. There are personal graves. And I mean, to your point, though, Chris, like, think about it. Like, also, you're talking about. Um, you have to train penguins to use missile launchers. You're losing at least six penguins <laughs> oh, that week. Guaranteed. <laughs> Tons of penguins are bleeding out <laughs> during the missile training. See, and in that case, I understand if the penguin is watching penguins hump and yeah. grinning because, right. and I mean, that's his business. Oh, that's a question. <laughs> no, but they were like his family. He, was, yeah. he wasn't fucking those penguins. No, no, oh, I don't think he was. I mean, but he was a watcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a watcher. <laughs> You know what's weird too, like because we're talking about like plots. Like, yeah. I don't think this is a thing where like someone is going to someone who owns this land and buying a plot, right? Like this, some maniac just started this in a field. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just digging holes wherever we can they in a, in a that, clearing. They say that the kids start of the town started. It. Oh, they just sort of started oh, burying. Oh, I see. Them oh, I you don't think you'll win, do you? By the way, you're standing on my great-grandfather's grave. <laughs> so why don't you step the fuck off? Isn't, um, am, I haven't seen the movie in a really long time. Is there not, like, penguins lamenting the death of a fellow oh, that, penguin? In the oh, movie? Yeah. No, of the penguin. They kind of, like, they're oh, like, they, they the take him in the water. Because the oh, right, oh, right. like, <laughs> they know the routine. Because millions of penguin funerals yeah. have been going on down there for a long time. All of a sudden, they're like, they're like instinctual penguin training kicks in. <laughs> it's like, Rant. oh, we got to take this one into the yes. pool. All they're, right, flippers. Dad's Tremend, dead. Like, incredibly somber penguins. <laughs> Man, training a penguin to act, by the way, God bless whoever did that. Well, the dog acting in this movie is pretty stellar. Oh, pretty spot fantastic. on. We go yeah. back to Drew's house, and Drew is being emotionally abused by Clancy Brown, because wouldn't you be? Uh... <laughs> He's doing this fucking thing where he, like, Clancy Brown is kept some, like, trying to fuck his wife. Right in the kitchen. In the kitchen, right, right in front the of kitchen. the kid. Fuck her right in the kitchen. He's, like, like right trying there. to finger her right there. Oh, yeah. Over the casserole. I mean, <laughs> come on. And the kid's, like, sitting down for dinner, and then he's like, oh, you're taking too many helpings. And I'm like, you know what, dude? You're trying to finger my mom before dinner. Excuse me if I have a weird relationship with food. It's... <laughs> 
the least you could do is wash your fucking hands before you sit at this table. Sir. I mean, it's outrageous. Like, this poor little fat kid is trying to watch hockey yeah. at the uh. table. And Clancy Brown's doing that thing where it's like, like some fucking like asshole dude does where it's he's calling him buddy. Yeah. You know, he's like, calling everybody buddy in this. Yeah, and it's like, hey, like, Drew buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, What did I tell you, buddy? No TV at the table. Like and if you put that into a microphone that went into a stepdad translator, <laughs> it's like Turn the TV off before I beat you within an inch of your life because that's really what I want to do right now. Oh, yeah. And the mom's totally fine. She's like, oh, get your hands off me. Like, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It's cut to Clancy Brown with like this fucking his hand, his paw down this woman's (laughs) guest jeans. It's fucking outrageous. And the reaction to the kid or from the kid, definitely tells you that this is not a first-time no, situation. not at all. Poor Drew is up there rocking back and forth, watching <laughs> fucking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, <laughs> and, like, just trying to hold it together. And then he gets to this table, and this guy, A, is like, hey, turn off the TV. Mm-hmm. B, hey, stop eating so much steak, you're fat. <laughs> That's what you want to hear. Uh, and then, like, doesn't he, like, discipline him about the dog again? Because he the hates do- this dog. He hates the dog. The dog's always going into his rabbit pen. That's why the dog got scratched. I don't know if we said that before, but that's and the, it's, the reasoning. It's not, uh, it's not for, like, oh, he's going to, like, harm my pets. It's he's interrupting the fucking. Yeah. Which yeah. is, in turn, interrupting the business of selling hairs for $10 a pop. So this dog was... On its last straw. Uh, <laughs> Night of, after all the sexual trauma, they're getting down to some raunchy sex in the oh, bed. Lord almighty, how are you cutting this out of a sci-fi channel broadcast? <laughs> they're going for it. And the dog is getting into the rabbit pen. The rabbits are screaming and screaming and screaming. No, they're not. <laughs> the rabbits were screaming, Dr. Lecter. <laughs> I just heard that rabbit scream and I took it and I ran. And I was so cold. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Your stepfather fingered your mother at the dinner table, didn't he? Right over the mashed potatoes, I saw it happen in my mind's eye. You were trying to watch, you were trying to watch minor league hockey on your shitty TV. Yeah, I see it now, kiddo. But no, you had to watch them, didn't you? <laughs> Couldn't take your eyes off it, could you? You know, Drew, you come in here with your XL slacks and your cheap shoes, <laughs> your Echo, your Echo hoodies. Telling you a sad story about your dead dog. <laughs> so the dog, the dog's going to the rabbit pen. Clancy Brown is fucking sick of it. He's, he's that's furious. It. I told, he does that thing where he's like, I told him, I told him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He grabs his shotgun and wouldn't you know, he fucking blows this dog away. Jesus Christ. And you know, this is where Amy Nasbeck has to step up and say, you yeah. know what? It's divorce town. Oh, yeah. Big Population, time. the person who shot the shit out of this dog on the front <laughs> the lawn. The family dog. She seemed to like that dog, too. His name was Yowie. That's a cute name. Oh, sure. He's like a Siberian husky. Just that's kind of important. He's kind of a big, big old white yes, dog. But he's, but he's like Yowie. he's cute at the time. And then like actually he goes into the woods to die. And like he does some good like death dog acting. Oh, which I, don't, I mean, how do you do is... that? How do you train a dog to know what mortality is? <laughs> I think it's more of a all right, lie down. Yes, I think it's more. <laughs> okay, freckles, fall don't over. Move. You get a treat if you don't move. No, you start, then, you start reading James Joyce's The Dead. <laughs> Just get him in the mood. Get him into a song. It's like, oh, man, we all got to go sometime. And I mean, t- this poor fat kid then has to go out. Poor Drew. He's like, now nah, you'll go out there, boy. I told you. I told your dog. I yeah. told your dog. Your yeah. dog didn't listen. 
Now go out there and like. He interrupted my boner, boy. (laughs) See, and that's, it's compounded. I feel like if they weren't getting down to fucking. Yeah. Oh, the dog would have been fine. Yeah, that dog would have lived. The dog would have been fine. If it weren't for Clancy Brown's erection, that dog would have lived. (laughs) And none of this would have happened. Because he was getting there. He was right up on it. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. then fucking Zowie. So, exactly right. So um, the next day, um, he shows up to Edward Furlong's house with this dead dog. <laughs> he's covered in blood. And he's like, oh, no, Terminator, I'm sorry about your dog. And the funny thing is, though, he doesn't ask what happened, which, I don't know, dude, that kid's covered in blood. What's this yep. kid up to? It's Because he's just like, Zowie's dead. And Edward Furlong's like, I'm sorry about that. You want help burying him, Terminator? <laughs> and it's like, why don't you ask why your new best friend is soaked in the blood of that hound? Absolutely. How about that? First ha- things first. How about we play video games? <laughs> oh, yeah, brain scans on. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, if one of you guys came up to me drenched in blood and you were like, my dog's dead, I was like, okay, first question. <laughs> is the blood covering your entire body related to your dog being dead? If so, what happened? Second question, there will be more questions. <laughs> So, like, Furlong, as if he's done this a thousand <laughs> times, is like, I'll go get a shovel, Terminator. Uh, let me go get my bucket of lime. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, it's not like that kind of dead. <laughs> okay. Is he Jewish, man? Because I can get that headstone. <laughs> I got all sorts of denominations. I got Muslim and Christian. Uh, I'll get my kit. <laughs> my kit. kit. Oh, yeah. It's my little black medical book. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, whatever, they take the the dog out to the pet cemetery. And previously, Drew has been like, nah, don't listen to those bullies. You know, the pet cemetery thing is just a myth. Yeah. So then, you know, he's like, let's just try it out. And Edward Furlong's like, you know, I thought you said it was bullshit, Terminator. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, let's, what's the worst that could happen? The worst thing is we just bury this dog in the back part of the pet cemetery. Best case scenario, I have a scary nightmare dog. That's what I want. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, that's why I feel like it's kind of like those people that admire uh, Al Pacino's character in Scarface. Like they've never seen the last half hour of that movie. <laughs> yes, it's the same thing with all these people that are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can. This kid's a townie, and he's like, yeah, I can try out the Pet Cemetery. It's like, but dude, you heard the tale, man. You know what happens when that dog comes back? It's gonna be evil. Yeah, There's it's just not, no getting around that. It's shit. not what it once was. Well, I mean, unfortunately, uh, Fred Gwynn is dead, so he can't say sometimes dead is better. Don't worry, they have a fucking zombie say that at the end of the movie. So and, they bury the dog when you know the dog comes back, and like uh, Clancy Brown's all pissed off. He's like, "You told me that dog was dead." Hey, <laughs> and like uh, he's like, "Dog smells like shit." And it's like, "Yeah," <laughs> but he's got this like dead alive wound that's festering yeah. it's also clearly a demon yeah yeah they're like yes. but you said this dog was dead look at it and like the kid looks down and this dog is like yeah. <laughs> and its eyes are glowing the red of satan it looks like fucking cujo now so like yeah. why don't you go kill it again <laughs> <laughs> you know what finish the job i'm going back to bed or just let it let clancy brown do it again like when they're fucking like throw the dog in the bed and that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um puppy attack <laughs> but he anthony takes Edwards... it apart at the sternum oh, <laughs> yo, he'd rip it right in half <laughs> this dude's a maniac he'd rip it right in the half and fuck her over the corpse 
So, uh, and they're just like, oh, let me put it in my dog ambulance or whatever. <laughs> oh, a.k.a. a fucking minivan that he's <laughs> yeah. hollowed out. So he puts it in there. He's doing some tests. Like, oh, he'll stay at my house while I do. I'll, I'll run all a battery of tests. And that guy's like, yeah, you'll keep my demon dog, buddy. Enjoy it. Well, it's awesome. Yeah, because the kid's like. Can he just stay at your house till he's better? Yeah, nice. Yeah, until the, 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 the Satan comes out of him. And also, I think this is a testament to the fact that Anthony Edwards is a terrible veterinarian. How do you not know it's a zombie dog? Well, at one point, like the next day, or it's, it cuts, he's like, oh, it's three days later yeah. and the dog's not healing. And he gets out a stethoscope and like puts it up to the dog and he's like, huh, that's funny. No heartbeat. <laughs> I'm like, what? You didn't try that the first time? And he keeps on saying, he's like, oh, it must be so low that I can't hear it. Wouldn't that mean the dog's going to die, like, now? And he's just like, let's just see what happens. Let's not jump to any conclusions. This dog certainly isn't a zombie. Let's not go down that road. That would be silly. Those red glowing eyes, that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) So there's more bully stuff. So we, we... Oh, it's Halloween now all of a sudden. We cut to Halloween. And this is what annoys me about movies that, like, within the first half hour, Halloween happens and then passes. Because then you just got a movie that takes place in early November. And what the fuck is that shit? (laughs) Oh, yeah, my movie's taking place on November 1st. Thanks. (laughs) November 1st through 5th. Fantastic. Unless it's an election movie, that could be something. Well, I guess maybe, so. But like, the, yeah. if it was an election movie, you're not going to pepper in Halloween. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, countdowns, maybe. I mean, because when Halloween happens, November one, the season is dead. Yeah. Halloween's over with. No spooky stuff happens after the thirty first. <laughs> that's very true. You it's know? All Saints Day. I hate it. So um, it's Halloween, and Drew has been grounded because he lied about his dog, so he's not allowed to go out. Lied about your dog dying. So he <laughs> decides to be Fat Dracula, which God bless him. Yes. Uh, it's pretty great. It's a, it's a good Dracula, and like there's a Halloween party, an all-boys Halloween party, by yeah. the way, happening in the woods in the, what do you call it there, uh, at the Pet cemetery. At the Pet cemetery, that's where you'd have a Halloween party. So he sneaks out with Eddie Furlong. Eddie Furlong is dressed up like Jason, but I feel like they didn't pay the rights to the mask because he takes that mask off immediately. Oh, it's like if you can get that mask off screen in under 10 seconds, <laughs> nobody has to pay Sean Cunningham shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And it's like, you think Sean Cunningham cut to him renting, I almost said seeing this in theaters, renting this movie when uh-huh. it came out direct to VHS. Go frame to framer. Yeah, he's just like tired. He's like, oh, get these fuckers. Oh, get these fuckers. Go to the fucking pants off them. Gonna screen grab this shit. <laughs> oh, 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 fucking eight seconds. God damn it. Guess I'll go make Jason Goes to Hell. You got lucky. <laughs> you got lucky, Furlong. <laughs> fucking suit your ass. Uh, so that they go, um, he sneaks out. His mom's like, "Hey, don't worry about it. I know you're being emotionally abused twenty four by seven. So <laughs> I'll give you Halloween. Uh, that that were square for him taking a shot at your dog." <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You can go to a shitty party in a pet cemetery. This makes up for the stepdad who you hate and abuses you physically and mentally, murdering your dog in front of you. And revving my engine (laughs) right in front of your fucking nose. Yeah. Sorry about this. You know what? You can go. You can go uh, trick or treating with your little friend because inevitably he's going to be fucking fingering me at the Thanksgiving table. <laughs> Gotta tell you, man. Nineteen ninety two is Revan uh, Clancy Brown is revving my engine. Oh hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, he's handsome as all get out in this movie. Uh-huh. Well, until he turns into a zombie, yeah. which we'll get to. So, which is about to happen. I mean, personality aside, in Shawshank, I just 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> personality aside, yeah. You know. Personali- a dream. Personality aside with most characters Clancy, Clancy Brown's Brown's sure. played. Yeah, I mean. Fucking Preacher and Carnival. Oof. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. the biggest mistake HBO's ever made. Canceling that program. Oh, I thought it was John from Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. green lighting John from Cincinnati. Yeah, 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 yeah. Biggest canceling mistake. So they're telling a bunch of spooky stories. Clancy Brown goes home. He finds out that the kid left and he's fucking pissed about it. And, oh, he, oh. and she tries to fuck him to get him off <laughs> the trail. <laughs> That's the thing. That's how much of a maniac this guy is, is because not even sex with an Amy Yazbek lookalike in 1992 <laughs> can deter this man from beating the shit out of this rotund little child. Oh, could we, because uh, it's actually a part of the plot, uh, to Anthony Edwards losing his practice. <laughs> So he's like just kind of like, you know, going through the motions. He's calling up some other vet two towns over and he's like, hey, remember that dog I sent you that blood? How'd that test go? And he's like, what are you sending me dead dog blood for, you fucking idiot? (laughs) You're some kind of fucking pervert, Edwards. (laughs) Yes, but. And he even says like, oh, the last one that sent me that was your predecessor. Who, which sets up that scene, but like this, yeah. They're like, oh, is this where they have the kittens? It's like uh, uh, two twin girls and a mother. Like, oh, I heard we have kittens here. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're right in the back. I'm gonna be on the phone. You know and what? I'm, first of all, as a veterinarian, you don't let people into that back room of your practice. Yeah, you don't know absolutely. what's going on. Maybe they could fucking slip on monkey shit, or I mean, who knows? <laughs> I mean, there's monkey, monkey shit. Well, if if you are indeed tending to a monkey at the time, also. Oh, they did, nobody finished the job. There's tetanus everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's still a disgusting facility. So they go back, they scream, and wouldn't you know it, the fucking walls are covered in kitten blood. <laughs> oh, dude, these little kitten puppets are just decimated. There's little kitten puppet pieces everywhere. I didn't like even get it at first, honestly, because it looked it's it a was so decimated. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that a bunch of, like, chopped up rats? Which is amazing, though, because that's telling me that this zombie dog... Mm-hmm. First of all, it's hilarious because it Hulk bends the bars of its cage, which you see, which is the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> but it's the, what, what you're looking at, this cat viscera, <laughs> is telling me that this zombie dog broke out of its cage, found a fucking Looney Tunes-sized mallet, and bashed these things. <laughs> Get over here, you little kitten son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna break your little kitten fucking skull in half. Oh, no, not zombie Gallagher, man. Oh, God. Now I'm back from the dead. My career's still extinct. (laughs) Brains. (laughs) Yo, I have to feast on the one thing my audience never had. Brains. Oh, Lord. Yeah, these cats are mush, though. It's a little overkill. So the dog's on the loose, um, and, like, Clancy Brown uh, breaks up this party, and he's like, get out of here, kids. I think they're kind of drinking beer. They're drinking beer. The kid from... uh, uh, The the bully, yeah. The kid from Big is, like, telling the story of the first movie. Oh, right, right, right. It's, like, a little exaggerated, but that's basically the gist. They kind of say that this happened three years ago. Like, this this isn't... an old wives' tale. This is national news. Yeah, these yeah. kids were all like old enough to remember yeah. when you know all that heinous shit happened. <laughs> yeah. Get out the microfiche, dude. Like it's it's there. It's <laughs> Go all to the library. There. It's yeah. right there. Um, so he breaks it up. All the kids scattered. Like, oh, you're fucking dead, man. You you brought your stupid dad. Yeah, and <laughs> you uh, invited your dad to this cemetery <laughs> party. Because they're kind of almost trying to become junior bullies in this. Like, there seem to be only bullies in this school. They are, they are up for initiation. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So Clancy Brown's about to beat the shit out of this kid. He's like, go home. 
Go home, Edward Furlong. Go home. And he's like taking his belt off. You don't want to see this. Go home. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe I should stay just for legal reasons. <laughs> You're going to need another set of eyes on this, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog is having none of it and rips his throat out. Which the is dog pretty... comes out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. This dog was on the hunt. And then, the, and then it runs away. And then Edward Furlong's like, oh, man, now this guy's dead, man. What are we going to do, Drew? You know what you do? It's two birds with one stone. The dog, the fucking Clancy Brown's dead, and your evil dog did it. Let's go hunt that dog down and put that dog down. Yeah, oh just my blame god, it on that dog, dude. That's oh, what, all? A sh- what a shame. Oh no. It's What's been- <laughs> awesome? Talk about dog acting, by the way. Like this dog murders this man, and they cut to a shot of the dog like running back into the woods, and the dog looks back like. You're welcome. <laughs> and then just saunters off into the it's forest. It's a very noble image. Like, <laughs> yes, I did that. Yeah. And it, but you're you're totally right. It's like blame it on the dog. Be like, look, the dog maybe remembered that fucking Clancy but, Brown Gus shot it, you know. But does not the nitwit Drew know that isn't he still like in love with the dog even though it's a zombie dog? Well, wouldn't you be? But sh- no, <laughs> but sure. Like, no, look, kill the zombie dog. You've got your test case and the results are bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this- yeah, exactly. Like, listen, the pet cemetery turns out it works. Yeah. Uh, but the dog came back a monster. And it's not like it's Anthony Edwards we're talking about. We're talking about Clancy fucking Brown. Yeah, he's built like better a off tree, Built like a tree trunk. You want to give that guy zombie powers? Good luck. <laughs> But they do it. Isn't that the origins of Mr. Sinister? <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> oh, he'd be a great Mr. Sinister. He would. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. I like yeah, that idea. That's, that's nice. Didn't they, uh, didn't they set that up at the end of the last X-Men movie? They did. It's, yeah. He's going to be in the new Wolverine movie at some yeah. point. Oh. Yeah. But it's not Clancy Brown, though. No, 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 no but it's no, not been revealed. Oh, really? Oh, uh, 20th Century Fox, I know yeah. you're listening. <laughs> Hashtag you're welcome. But he sure is in that Warcraft Oh, oh no! Yeah, is he? he's one of the big uh, mocap peeped. He's in, is everybody up to date, date with Daredevil? No. Yes. Okay, so let's spoil it. Uh, okay, Sorry. he's in there, but that's it. By the way, let me just say because you mentioned Warcraft, putting this out there for worst of 2016. Listen, Duncan Jones has had a hard year. That movie's not appearing on our show. <laughs> I actually, I don't even think it would be in contention. It's yeah, not good. I'm not watching a bunch of monsters and making fun of it. it you, if you think it's bad. That's fine. There's so much more. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting on with our lives. We could literally do four weeks on Suicide Squad if we're going to really. <laughs> but if you want to do a real thorough job, a real thorough scrubbing of Suicide oh, Squad, oh, we do four weeks. So we do the uh, all four beginnings of that movie one yes. week at a time. Yeah, that's uh, a good I, idea. I like that. All four levels of the video game that is the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> so uh, when also, I'd love to see this fat kid and Edward Furlong drag this guy a quarter of a mile up a hill. Yeah, convenient. Uses of movie editing, we just don't see that happen. <laughs> they come, they come back, and Anthony was like, "Where were you, man?" And he's like, "Oh, Dad, I just want to go to bed. Let's talk about this tomorrow, Terminator. I'm exhausted." <laughs> All right, Connor. <laughs> you know, you're a Skynet. <laughs> he's burying cancer. You're Skynet now. <laughs> you just reminded me, though, of when you say like carrying Clancy Brown up that hill. 
when they are taking this dead dog to the pet cemetery, uh, this kid is carrying around this dog puppet like it ain't no thing. It's hilarious. It's like, come, he's got it like under one arm, like walking up this hill. It's a 30 pound dog suffering with rigor mortis at this point, dude. <laughs> yeah. like, that's a heavy dog. Yeah, totally. At least sling it over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe share the weight even at that yeah. point. You got two people. He's got it under his arm like a three pack of paper towels. <laughs> So the kid uh, uh, Drew goes home and his mom's like, "Where were you? What happened? Where's Clancy Brown?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, "He Y'all says see. it's it's awesome though because like if you listen, if we had to take this to trial, uh-huh. okay, this kid is saying some damning shit right here because what he like Amy Nasbeck is like, "What happened? You know, where were you? or Whatever? Where's Gus?" And he's like, he basically he says something like, "We were busy ditching Gus," and he like. <laughs> kind of smiles and yeah. goes off to bed. Once you get to trial, it's like, listen, he came into the house yep. and he said they were ditching my <laughs> husband. <laughs> like in the off chance that that pet cemetery didn't work, you're on trial for eating out your stepfather's throat. <laughs> yes. Pardon me for yeah, yeah. eating <laughs> out I, by the way. Yeah, I heard eating out your stepfather's like, what happened? <laughs> that's a whole, that's the fucking pet cemetery 2 porno He's parody. He's the dog now. <laughs> iTunes, is, iTunes is about to cut the feed. Dude, E for education. <laughs> but so Clancy Brown shows back up and she's like, oh, you smell like shit. He's like, I got to take a shower, which is kind of my favorite delivery <laughs> in this movie. So he goes upstairs to take a shower. He, he winks at, at Drew saying everything's all right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's weird because like zombie Clancy Brown appears to like this kid very much. Yeah, sure. Yes. He's also uh, kind of, I'll say this, because uh, nobody else have the guts to say it. Yes. <laughs> he's this controversial t- opinion. He's of- kind of totally ripping off Garrett Graham's Bud the Chud with this performance. You think? No. I do. Just the tiniest bit. Some of these, like the smiles that yeah. he's doing, you know, if anything, maybe it's just because Clancy Brown and Garrett Graham kind of look the same, and that yeah. thinks like that makes me think like, oh man, brothers, that's some <laughs> casting. Put those two guys in a movie, it would be okay. Or a one-on-one. That's like when Hakeem Olajuwon and Shaq went against each other. That's <laughs> <laughs> the very same thing. <laughs> Garrett Garrett Graham power slam. <laughs> oh yes, and fucking Clancy Brown from downtown. Oh, perfect. That's pretty great. Actually, <laughs> sorry everybody. Um, but. Here's the thing. If your ex or if your if your husband, right, is like, I gotta take a shower, and he kinda like futzes around in the bathroom for a little bit with the water on, yeah. and then just like comes to bed without ever getting in that shower, like because he doesn't close that bathroom door at yeah. all. It's kinda like yelling at a little kid, like, Did you take a bath? And like <laughs> yes. little kid's like, Yes. Like, did you really? Because you still smell like a graveyard. And I was actually excited about this scene at first, because I was like, oh, cool zombie sex i was like awesome because she's like come to bed i missed you like she's right she's she's ready to go at first right and i'm like oh cool this movie's gonna go to for zombie sex and that's like maybe she'll be like oh that was the best i ever had right like maybe he's more proficient as the undead a full weekend at bernie's yeah and i'm like oh that's kind of cool that's a weird place to go but no it turns into zombie rape and i'm like oh "Oh, man yeah no it's just that's unfortunate yeah like it's very clearly zombie rape. they don't it doesn't linger that long but she's yeah. She's not having it, and he's a zombie on top of her. And then it's cut to, like, she's got, like, bruises and scratches and shit. And I'm like, you know what? Sci-fi channel. I didn't sign on for this. <laughs> yeah, unless the next shot is a moving truck. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. A no. Mo- exterior, a moving <laughs> truck. 
So, um, like, uh, Gus is like, oh, you know, your little buddy could stay over tonight. And, like, Drew's like, oh, awesome. Everything's going great. <laughs> and, like, Mom's like, no, it's not. This is, uh, you know what, Drew? You wouldn't be saying that if you were upstairs last night. But well, I guess- that's, like, it's so, it's, like, really gross. Like, they're riding bikes, and he's like, dreamboating about his stepfather now where yeah. he's like now he's just a dullard and he lets me do whatever i want <laughs> it's and been 3 minutes drew <laughs> yeah wait a little longer before you report on the radness that is also, your zombie stepfather have you smelled the rot yet yeah like, that's a problem holy moly there's a great moment where be- this movie becomes like me and my zombie because like they're <laughs> yeah. they're like at the table eating and whatnot and like Clancy Brown's like being a real jerk with mashed potatoes and the boys are all having a laugh about it and like Amy Nesbeck's oh. ready to kill oh, herself. Oh, isn't that gross? And I almost vomited like four times. It's kind of a dead alive dinner <laughs> it situation. Is. Oh my a god! Bit. It is. Like an old woman's face isn't falling into soup, but it's right there. Sure, it's like vomiting. At, uh, uh. And like his little his little Peter Bogdanovich neckerchiefs. <laughs> starts like falling down and like drew sees this and he's like oh no the jig might be up and he like pulls over this like open pustuous wound like pulls this neckerchief back up and clancy brown's like nice save <laughs> yeah thanks, I, thanks for not letting on that i'm a zombie i kind of like smart zombie sometimes and this is you know yeah. one of the, those instances where like you still have the personality but you're kind of an asshole like it's it's okay i it it makes them as much sense as just you know w- walking around dead brained. You know what I mean? Like right, but the it's mi- all magic, <laughs> dude. But the middle <laughs> ground is the problem. Like Whoa, the yeah. brain. I can I can either accept like you're a zombie and you're crawling around and you're mm-hmm. growling and whatnot, or you're just like you know a fully functioning member of undead society. Sure, yeah. and you're you know raping your wife <laughs> and eating mashed potatoes like a yeah. pig. You know, but that middle ground, and I'm talking <clears throat> with the exception of about the chud, but I'm talking about <laughs> like like the the zombie in Day of the Dead, like where that thing's like yeah. kind of talking but yeah. not real, like but it's like stupid. It's yeah. just a stupid zombie. Yeah, like fucking come on. There's all right. Here's a moment we can talk about because it's it's right about this time, and that's where uh, bestiality enters the oh, film. Oh no! All right, so yeah, there, there was Edward Furlong's already had one nightmare wherein like he's asleep and it's kind of a great dream. I think it's the first night that the dog comes to stay with them. Yes, yeah, so uh, he's asleep and he his mother is like, "Come with me, Edward. Come, right. whatever his real name in the movie is. Like, uh, Terminator. Terminator. <laughs> come with me, Terminator. Hasta la vista. But no, she's just like, come with me, come." With me. And then, like, she's got a wolf, a wolf head, like a, sweet, a sick wolf mother. I don't know. It's like yeah. the howling. And he wakes up. He's like, "Oh no! It's oh, it's a nightmare." And then the 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 dog is in the rocking chair, which is a pretty cool shot, dude. You know what is one of the eeriest things of all time? A dog in a rocking chair <laughs> in a room that's like lit. It's like movie light, like blue moonlight. Yeah. Jesus, that's terrifying Dude, imagery. Dog to dog act in a fucking rocking chair. How's it not like fuck this? Nope, fuck this, fuck this. <laughs> Why is this chair doing this? <laughs> Keep myself stable. And then I can't. That's got to be a popular YouTube video somewhere. <laughs> a dog navigating its way through sitting in a rocking chair. <laughs> it's trouble. Uh, so, but this sets up the best scene of the movie, question mark. Lord Almighty. And it's like Anthony Edwards. I almost said Anthony Anderson. I wish Anthony Anderson was in this movie. <laughs> Fucking class it up a little bit. Well, don't worry, there's no black people in this movie. No, no, well, it's no, Maine, no. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so Anthony Edwards is sleeping and he's having a, a blue moonlit dream where he's fucking his dead wife, 
But then, like, we do get nudity too. By the way, the uh, only shot of nudity. Where is this coming from? It's also clearly a body double. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It was gonna happen. But also, it's great because it it does a cutaway, and like Anthony Edwards, God, what a fucking pervert! (laughs) Like he just fucking like has this little smile, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, those are my wife's tits. Oh, there's her boobers. <laughs> I miss those. It's I'm yeah, it is a real I'm sorry these are dead look, <laughs> which is fucking infuriating. But he gets his just desserts because all of a sudden this fucking werewoman comes out of nowhere. <laughs> this dog head while he's his penis his dream penis is inside this woman. But it's not like, and then I woke up, but then it keeps happening. Yeah, and the, it's just like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And, like, the dog hand is on his chest. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a weird thing where it's like, I'm I'm in it. I'm there. It's happening. What am I going to do? Pull out? I'm almost there. I guess <laughs> it's I'm, a wolf hand. I'm fucking this dog woman. I guess I'm doing it. I guess I'm committing bestiality in this direct-to-video fucking sequel. <laughs> Where is ER? Did someone get a call back for me on ER yet? Please, God, because I'm fucking a wolf in this movie. That would be a scene to talk to Anthony Edwards about. When like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. This is the scene we we want to amp up the creepiness. So, like, uh, did they tell you uh, that you all of a sudden just realized it was like your zombie wife, but yeah. then you saw the movie when you rented it? At a blockbuster, <laughs> and they inserted a fucking person with a hilarious wolf mask on. Let me ask you something. I mean, you can answer any way you like. Um, did they show you the tits you got to see? <laughs> or did they show you a different kind of tits? <laughs> also, wasn't it stupid how your character was dying on ER and they just had you walk into the ocean and maybe kill yourself? That was weird, right? <laughs> That's ER for you. Yeah, yeah. Lot Why of isn't stupid. that on a fucking streaming service, by the way? ER? Yeah. I could have wasted so many Saturdays. All the Saturdays. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, soon get, enough, maybe. Get on Hulu. So, That's an NBC? Yeah. 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 So that would have That's, to be that Hulu, then, you would think. It um, might be. You know what? We haven't checked it out. The... Uh, he wakes up, but the dog is there, and I don't know where the dog is. The dog is in the bed. Right. Yes. I don't know what Anthony Edwards is up to. I don't think he's in the dog, though. No. Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's only dream bestiality, and yeah. at best, it's half bestiality. Sure. Although, I don't know what Clancy Brown's doing with those rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's unconfirmed. I'm not going to, you know, put my head in the lion's mouth on that one. <laughs> but he wakes up, and you know, like... Being scared, but he sees this terrifying wolf thing. He's like, ah! You're scared with a boner now, man. That's yeah. the thing. I was going to say that. You're yeah. exactly right. Because you know what? You can only lose an erection so fast. Yes. Yes. So you're definitely waking up with an erection next to a fucking dog that wants to eat your throat. <laughs> yeah. I think the dog just runs away or something. Yeah, the dog's like, fooled you. <laughs> <laughs> the dog keeps getting the best of him, by the way. <laughs> oh, it sure does, dude. Um, the movie starts to ramp up here. Uh, I think... This is where uh, Edward Furlong's at school again, and uh, Edward Furlong's like, oh, man, I got, oh, no, I'm being chased by this bully on a dirt bike, man. <laughs> and we got a dirt bike chase, and now he's the, now he's the T-1000, and, he, and the other kid's uh, Eddie Furlong. And he's so, Tom Hanks. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. And so they're... He runs him off the road. Runs him off the road, and he's about. He's like, "Oh man, you ever see your face go inside of a a bike spoke? Maybe you'll cut your nose off 
maybe I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Really amping it up from like, got your kitten. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're a long way from telling ghost stories in the pet cemetery. <laughs> We've amped up to murder immediately. I don't get it. And uh, Clancy Brown, B- Big Bad Clancy Brown shows up. <laughs> and he's like, go home. And he's like, can I take my bike with the water? Go home. <laughs> and Listen, when a zombie tells you to go <laughs> yes. home, listen up. When a demon thing. An eight-foot zombie. An eight-foot Clancy Brown. And, you know, whatever, man. He fucking puts this kid's face into the dirt bike tire. Woo! You know what you call that? A five-star movie right there. It was, <laughs> oh, it, it was flirting with it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, it's a five-star movie. <laughs> oh, man. And it's just like Clancy Brown's getting, like, hamburger thrown at his face. Like, it's outrageous. So then he turns into, like, you know what? We're all going to die tonight. So he goes home. He's going to fucking... You know, he's probably playing the long game with the mother and the son. But he's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> so he goes home, and he's about to kill the kid. And the mom comes home, and they, they jump into their car, right? Oh, sure. You get in that station wagon. Toot sweet. But then... They he they get run off the road in their own. I'm like, you know what, man? Like, I I came here for Pet Cemetery. I wanted zombies. I wanted dead dogs, and I wanted truck accidents. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, totally. yeah I mean, just, that, that's that's what the first series was known for. You know, that's actually true. The busy road Big with Mac all the trucks. trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen it yet. But you know what? You know, <clears throat> you know, guys, because the rule of a sequel is like you got to amp it up. Like sure. the audience is expecting like a little bit of the same, but a lot of amped up new stuff, right? Sure. So how do you amp up a movie? with all that great stuff from the first movie add in getting killed by an avalanche of potatoes <laughs> it's a potato truck good lord is it ever which i've never seen a potato truck but <laughs> a truck dedicated to solely transporting potatoes around <laughs> but barely covered potatoes it's like it's a dump truck filled with potatoes listen i'm taught there's no less than two million potatoes in this truck <laughs> The oh, potato, yeah. <laughs> Where the hell have you been? The potato budget was definitely the most expensive thing in this movie. Sorry, dollar signs for long. We got to spend money to, to acquire two million potatoes for this stunt. Oh, it's going to be a great looking scene. It, but it is that, that this car gets clipped Good so God. hard. I haven't seen a station wagon get destroyed in a horror movie like that since the first few minutes of The Changeling. <laughs> when George God. C. Scott's family gets taken out on that <laughs> wintry road. Is it potatoes in that? Is it, was it Was it broccoli they had? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking truck full of carrots. <laughs> that would be a little funnier. <laughs> no! <laughs> George C. Scott's yelling at carrots. Uh, sir, tonight the special is uh, carrot soup. Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> so these people get annihilated. It's Amy Nasbeck and Drew just get annihilated by this truck. And at this point... I didn't really care. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Shockingly, <laughs> for like a child who's the best best friend of the protagonist, this death doesn't hold much weight. No, I didn't care. I was like, all right. I actually forgot. <laughs> yeah. About ten minutes later, I was like, "Where's Drew?" Oh, <laughs> all right, consumed in a tsunami of potatoes. <laughs> his, his dream, his nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this. Not like this. They smothered, fried. <laughs> smothered by starch. Some old Romani woman on the side of the road. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> It's a spud. (laughs) You wanted more fries. (laughs) That 
be a great end to this movie. And then she looks, she spikes the camera and takes a huge chunk bite out of a potato. I love that. A raw potato. Lord, that's unsettling. Did you want fries with that? <laughs> She's holding a bottle of Heinz ketchup. <laughs> Oh, so yes. they're dead. I think it's supposed to be like her leg is sticking out of this Mount Potato. Blood's happening. But when you said, where's Drew, Chris? You were the only person in or outside of this movie that said that. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Nobody knows. Um, you, they do show Clancy Brown burying the bully in the pet cemetery. And I'm like, oh, fucking great. <laughs> um, at this point, off screen, Edward Furlong becomes evil. That's a big problem with this movie. Sure, yeah. Where it's like you're really pushing it with... Listen, you just had that amazing potato avalanche. <laughs> uh, but you're really pushing the credibility that you're building up here by just like all of a sudden he goes from like a, you know, kind of like bullied little boy into like he's the demon the fucking phantom menace puppet master behind the whole thing. He's like... In, he's wearing his like funeral suit for the rest of the movie for yep. some reason. It's like Clary and the Witch Boy. I don't get it. <laughs> Well, it's weird. Like the only mention actually of their their deaths is Anthony Edwards is watching TV. Oh, right. And this news. I mean, it is brutal. Like for this small town. Like this newswoman is like, ah, uh, today a mother and son were killed in a bizarre potato truck accident. <laughs> uh, also, by the way, uh, local bully Todd was. Um, uh, has gone missing. We've only found his dirt bike. Everybody knows Todd loved his dirt bike. And a uh, little bit of his brain. <laughs> yeah. The odd thing was there was some brain on the tire, <laughs> but no Todd to be found. This was a senseless tragedy. Our children are being killed by potatoes. Potatoes and dirt bikes are teaming up to take out our nation's children. It's, it's fucking a super bullshit. predator. Oh, my God. Better call in the National Guard. <laughs> Officially, Maine is not a state. <laughs> Close it off. It's part of Canada now. <laughs> That's a good move, man. Haunted potatoes. Haunted <laughs> potatoes. I don't want no ghoulie spuds in my country. We're down to 49 states. All right, Puerto Rico, come on in. I don't want to pay to change the flag. We'll be eating yucca tonight. <laughs> It's a good substitute. It is. Yeah. Oh Lord! So all these people in this town are dead. It's like some. I mean, this doesn't look like local news. It looks like fucking national news. Yeah, yes. it would have to be a potato accident like that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Especially because you know wherever those potatoes were going, they're not getting there now. Oh. Someone needs to be informed. Nobody's getting anything baked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, whatever. Like the end of this movie is like Clancy Brown duels with Anthony Edwards. Like, Anthony Edwards somehow makes his way to the house from the first movie. They steal the wife. They steal the mother. They bury her in the pet cemetery. Oh, they, oh right. They, that, and, like, because Clancy Brown is, like, working for Edward yeah, Furlong. And, this, and you never see sense. the scene. Where's yeah, the agreement? Me, for five seconds. He's a maniac who has no other impulse that I can see other than to chew like a fucking asshole <laughs> and rape his wife. Yeah, um, maybe possibly fuck those rabbits. Also possibly fuck some rabbits. But, but it takes like, two seconds. It's like he shows up somewhere, he encounters him, and he's like, yeah, I did kill that bully in front of your eyes, and I did murder your best friend and my wife, but guess what? I can bring your mom back from the dead. Let's do it. Yeah. And he agrees. He makes a fucking deal with the devil, dude. But it has to come out. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's no impulse for this guy to do, the this zombie to do it. Well, like, he does. Offer him, like, a dead child 
and then he'll do well, this. Well, all of a for sudden, you. Edward Furlong's dressed up like the fucking zombie in my boyfriend's back, and yeah. you're like, "Well, what the hell's going on?" <laughs> I will say he does give a, a, a stirring motivation as to why he he buries her. In the oh, I do remember that, and I just don't. I, I'm not. I think that was maybe just in the moment. Okay. Necrophilia, because he uh, uh, Anthony Edwards does come to his house because he realizes, "Oh my god, my wife's grave has been defiled." They go there. He goes to his house, and wouldn't you know it, the dog just attacks him in the in the, in oh, the, right. in the car. Yes. Dog three, Anthony Edwards zero. <laughs> he is bested by this hound. Uh, but he blows the dog's brains out, and he goes in, and like uh, uh, Clancy Brown's doing some woodwork. He's like, why'd you bring my dog, my, my wife back from the dead? He's like, because I wanted a fucker. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> which is, Asian. I would say, about the ninth time in this movie he talks about fucking that dead woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, would say about the ninth time. I think every time he sees the kid, Eddie Furlong, yeah. or Anthony Edwards, he's saying, I fucked your... Fucked your mother. <laughs> fucked your mother, fucked your wife. Well, that's the thing. Like, this fucking townie, this townie sheriff is hung up on his high school girlfriend. Wouldn't you know it. What a fucking shock. <laughs> also, great detail, when Anthony Edwards goes to the cemetery and the fucking cemetery keeper is like, I'm so sorry to get you out of bed, veterinarian Edwards, but someone stole your wife. And it was totally the sheriff. And it's confusing as shit because he's like, after, all he says is after the funeral. And I'm thinking, like, after the wife's funeral that was like two weeks ago? What are you talking about? But he means the funeral of Amy Nasbeck and Drew because then he says that he stole this body. He claimed that he had to, you know, put it under investigation for some reason. Yeah. He put it in his car, and then he drove over the graves of the <laughs> wife and the kid. What? That's a great detail. And this fucking cemetery man is just like, yeah, and it was just the strangest thing I had ever seen. <laughs> Driving over fresh graves. Bad luck, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. Dumber than love's debate. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a fight, and somehow Anthony Edwards wins. Good luck. Yeah, you know okay, what? Fine. Whatever. <laughs> It's one of those weird, like, he gets one bullet in a gun and he keeps pulling the trigger till it blows his brains out. And yeah. Clancy Brown dies laughing. He needs, like, a good, like, zinger, too. Because it, earlier in the fight, like, he's about, to, uh, Clancy Brown's about to drill through his head. He's like, no brain, no pain, right? And, like, yeah. that's kind of a cool line. Yeah. When you blow his brains out, you go to say, no brain, no pain, motherfuck. You know, something I'm like I'm taller. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be on par with Keanu Reeves' I'm taller. Well, that's one of the greatest lines at all. Cinema. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Say I'll be back. Say Shut it. up, John Connor. Did you call moi a dipshit? <laughs> oh, God in heaven. <laughs> that, that, that's a face you want to just... <sighs> it's It's one of those things. It's... When I watch that movie and I love that movie, it's so hard sometimes for me to love that movie. It is. It, he makes it really hard. It's they would be on par with each other, like, but it makes it depreciably worse than Terminator One because yes. of Moi a dipshit. Yeah. Especially is one of the worst clunkers. <laughs> so um <laughs> He goes home. They bring back the housekeeper character that's been gone this entire movie because because it's a sequel and we're we're in a body count situation. Yes, which is what you know. 
Stephen King movies don't necessarily have, but if yeah, you're no. if you're sequelifying a Stephen sure. King situation, I guess we can rack up the body count, dogs also, and uh, people. And also, you've been like hitting them out of the park so far, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like as far as these deaths go, keep on bringing them. That's what's keeping me in this. And she, this is fucking weird shit though, yeah. because this woman is up in the attic trying on a dead woman's dress. <laughs> you lost your job, miss. Fucking, Sorry, but you've lost your job. Pop on Q Lazarus and start <laughs> dancing around. It's weird. And Yikes. You're lucky that, that, that there happens to be a zombie in the house. You had to yes. fucking jab a piece of jagged mirror you, into your neck. You are somehow the second weirdest thing here. <laughs> and like, there's this scene where uh, Anthony Edwards is like, what's going on, Edward Furlong? What's going on? And he's like, y'all see, man. And like, you know what, dude? I there's never a good reason. There's no reason ever in your life to ever hit a child. Not one, unless they're practicing necromancy. All right, there's Six, one okay. successfully so, uh, practicing. Because you know what? That could end the human race. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. You don't know if you're going to cause a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So you got to. This is this is you, Anthony, and you've been a lot. You've been a good dad up to this point. You know he's been doing some grounding and some a little bit of oh, loud sure. talking. Yeah, not invading this kid's space. But this is when. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the last straw. I mean, you got to be like fucking Gregory Peck on Damien Thorne in the church at the end of that movie. <laughs> you are ready to drive fucking sacred <laughs> knives into this kid's chest. Honestly, if you want to take some time, do a little stretching, polish your brass knuckles. Yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> or, you know, I'm right here. I'm ready to go, man. Just do it. If you really want to give this kid, because that's what he needs. You know what, Chris Cavan? Explain to me a situation in where a fucking small town veterinarian <laughs> owns brass knuckles. Well, okay, so like he runs out of drugs, so he just has to punch dogs. <laughs> oh my god, he's a dog puncher to, to knock them out so that he can do his surgery. This is a half-assed practice. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you got to go fucking full on this boy's life on this kid and have. Yeah. A slobber knocker. <laughs> like they are throwing each other through tables in that movie. It's crazy. By God, Leonardo DiCaprio is dead. Two of Cinema's Titans fighting each other only one's nine years old. Oh, De Niro's got the chair. De Niro's got the chair. Alan Barkin's doing nothing. It's just Alan Barkin's got to stop this. Oh, you got to step in, Alan Barkin. You got to say something. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What a slobber knocker. <laughs> All real brave hitting the kid in the Boy Scout uniform. <laughs> he will grow up to write the greatest novels. <laughs> Or something. Oh, man. Something to that effect. Yeah, sure. So Anthony Edwards, like, finds out that his dead wife's a zombie because his eerie kid is participating in necromancy. this time it's not a sex dream. (laughs) No, he's like, all right, hang on a second. Are you going to turn into a werewolf or what? I'm hard again. Am I I going to have to fuck you? Yeah. I don't want to waste this boner on a werewolf. Waste this boner. This sure. here boner. Well, sure. he could die tonight, man. This yeah, could be his last boner. So Anthony th- Edwards' last boner? That's a movie. <laughs> Wolf or not, I'm going out the right way. <laughs> oh, man. So they start fighting. And because it, it is a sequel and a, a body count, you're like, oh, yeah, that bully. He shows up and starts like <laughs> yeah. fighting Edward Furlong because now Edward Furlong's good again. I guess. I guess so. It's... <sighs> 
something tells me that this is ill thought out. You They're know? fighting, and he kind of, speaking of Batman Returns, puts a power line into this kid's mouth. Oh, it's pretty great. This kid's fucking head <laughs> pops like a water balloon <laughs> at a county fair. You know, and like the first movie, the little Amico Hughes dies. And it's like, oh. <laughs> and it's like child death, that's pretty fucked up. But you, it's all off screen. This kid, this is a child we're talking about. Ah, He's like 16. He's got his learner's permit. <laughs> oh, so that's Permit it. to Die. <laughs> oh, that's a movie I want to see. <laughs> you, we could sell that to Netflix right now. Oh, yeah. they'd take it. They'd take it a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> see some of the shit they put out. They'd take it. Have like a reunion of all the ba- like all the cha- like evil children. Where? Like from like the Omen and from oh like oh this, shit team up movie yeah fuck like yeah, yeah now yeah, we're you talking get, you get Nico that. Hughes you get a, yeah you get them all. You make that thing for under hundred thousand dollars. Because you know what, nobody needs to get paid. That's Everybody's sure. getting paid in bread. Yeah, ninety nine five. We're talking tops. <laughs> yeah, bread. Fucking translation: bricks of weed. <laughs> so, um, Anthony. No, that's right. The woman, uh, the wife, starts burning the house down. Burning down the house. Oh yeah, they should have kicked in the talking heads right now, man. <laughs> Add a little levity to the situation. <laughs> you know, otherwise it's pretty <laughs> twisted. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like this, because again, we've got like, like kind of dickish, yeah. but with it, zombies, and she's kind of cracking wise. Just put that fucking tape on, man. I got a <laughs> tape I want to play. I've got a zombie that's better than that. <laughs> Nothing is better than this. Pet Cemetery 2. Bar is called Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Making flippy floppies <laughs> with my dead wife. <laughs> Pet Cemetery is where I want to be. Pick me up and turn me round, Clancy Brown. I like all that. Uh, it's, it's great. Listen, Talking Heads parody songs set to the plot of Pet Cemetery 2. Weird Al, if you're listening, it's all yours. We're just giving away. We're printing money this week. Exactly right. It's You know what? This show can sometimes be a charity. So patreon.com slash we ate movies. Yeah. Heaven is a place that won't let in my dead wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, guaranteed she's going straight to hell tonight. So it's that thing of, like, Eddie Furlong's, like, looking at his mom, like, but, ma'am, you're a pet cemetery person. Oh, ma'am! <laughs> no, ma'am! <laughs> that, that noise he makes is the sound my cat makes when I accidentally step on his paws. Ma'am! And you know what? That sound fucking bought that dude a house. Yes. <laughs> it sure did. A small house, but a it's house. A house. It's, it's a house. house. I don't have a house. <laughs> I rent. Yeah, okay. I can't scream like Eddie Furlong. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's like that whole, like, don't you want to be with me? Step into the ribbon, Jason. Forever and ever and ever and right. ever. Right. Like Anthony, Anthony Edwards is like, may I remind you that this ex-wife of mine is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he's also, like, been beaten within an inch of his life. And she's, he's kind of into it, but then her face starts melting. And he's like, oh, Well, man. once the face goes, yeah, Terminator. Because basically, like... <laughs> Uh, that where where she was burned earlier starts to reveal itself. I guess the makeup's like, wearing off. That's my thing. Yeah. I I think it was like the. I was like, damn, this is a fucking fine ass funeral parlor mm-hmm. covered. That that's Hollywood makeup yeah. right there. <laughs> they got all the chuckleheads that killed her on the set of that horror movie to come in. <laughs> oh, you know you know what, Anthony Edwards, we'll do it for free. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Hollywood's doing you a favor on the house. <laughs> and she like pulls. Oh, you, know what, fun- you know what? You know what? The the funeral after party. 
furnished by craft services. Oh, don't worry oh, about we it. We got it. Yeah, so, yeah it's, it's all great. Betty's subs. <laughs> yeah, we got it covered. Hot plates too. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Chris, I'll throw was, in the hot plates. I stepped on you. Um, like it. She pulls a end of like Wizard of Oz. I'm melting. She I'm totally melting. fucking does. And this is around where she's like, "Come on, Eddie Furlong, dead is better." And I'm like, "I fucking saw the first movie. <laughs> Shut up." I kind of was waiting for that line though. I was waiting for the truck. I was waiting for the zombies. <laughs> and I, you know, also here's another question though. Yeah, both these movies called Pet Cemetery, predominantly human zombies. Yes. Yes. That's Big not, problem. Yeah. I, I need like a fucking army of. Yeah, Rare army dogs. raccoons and stuff. Oh shit! Well, who's putting a raccoon in a but pet I feel cemetery? Like, here's the thing, though. Like, if a, if a possum dies, which they always do, that's what possums tend to <laughs> yes. do. They in the pet cemetery, this this town would be overrun by dead possums. That would be pretty cool, actually. It's a cool movie. Or like, what happens if like you got like a what if a family of ants moves into the <laughs> pet cemetery? Those things die all the time. Man, a zombie ant? You would never know. If yeah. an ant can lift like. A hundred times its own weight. What can you imagine a zombie? Oh, that's an live? interesting point. Or what if? But what if the big ant shows up? Because that kid summons it. He plays. Oh, yeah. He right. plays the flute, and the ant comes. Well, up. then it would just get hilariously killed. <laughs> that's what happens. And in then that he's movie. got a hail a bee <laughs> to get out of here. Those kids ride a bee in that movie. <laughs> we bought a bee. <laughs> So this woman burns to death and dies a second time. There is a hilarious screaming skeleton that uh, casually uh, falls over. It kind of puts a nice ribbon on the movie because we start <laughs> with a fake skeleton, we end with a real one. That's actually true. She becomes the skeleton that was spooking her at the beginning of the movie. Wow, well, what can a you imagine? Can you imagine her then? Right, uh-huh. like she's like the skeleton like falls over and I'm melting. Dead is better. Cut! Oh, fu- oh dude. fucking totally 100 minute fake movie. Oh, the audacity. The end of uh, Get Shorty. <laughs> yes, exactly. Man, I'd be pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I kind of get fun. pissed when I think about that. So, <laughs> so they're like, yeah, let's move. <laughs> yeah. Cut to moving truck. Yeah, cut to, that's the end of this movie. And like Anthony Edwards has got like a soda and he's like, come on. Uh, it is a fucking pristine ice cold Coca-Cola that you can see from a mile away. Now, second exception to, yeah. to, to society rules that I strongly believe in with all of my heart. It is sure. never okay to drink and drive. Ever no. in your life, it's stupid. No. It's dangerous. It, 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 it's the most dangerous, irresponsible asshole thing you can do. Except if you just burned your dead wife again for the second time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's then, the one you know what? Let's get some road sodas. Me and my son. Me and my boy. <laughs> We're going to go to hell tonight. Because let's face it, this family's fucking finished. All We're going to go our separate ways as soon as you're old enough to live on your own. <laughs> yeah, there's no Christmases well, in your future. I mean, no! <laughs> I, I think you've, you've, got, you've, you've got a point there. Uh-huh. However, I do think that, that Coca-Cola is getting... Uh, Ready to wash down all the pills. Oh, I sure. see. What you're is there every single pill he has? Fucking every single fall asleep pill. at the wheel. Oh, because he's a vet, man. That's right. He's taking oh, yeah. fucking horse tranquilizers. Oh, he's got that special he K right fl- in the back. You know how you fly down the road? He's flying down the road. It's like Homer Simpson driving in the bed. <laughs> but I mean, like, all Edward Furlong's master plan accomplished was he traded in some slightly disturbing nightmares to some really intense nightmares. Yeah, no, there's in, no life for this kid. Incredible emotional de- like Oh, yeah. So deep, dug it so much deeper. Also, I'm sorry, Anthony Edwards and Edward Furlong. Um, your house burned down in the mm-hmm. middle of the night. Several of the people you know have gone missing. One of the people you've been employing, by the way. Exactly yes. right. Uh, hashtag questions to be answered. 
How are you just skipping town? That's Hasht- a real problem. No, 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 no. Hashtag Rikers. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're going to jail. They're going to jail. No, absolutely. This is, uh, going to hello, jail. my name is Mr. Eduardo Castillo, and this is my little son Juan. <laughs> we're going to fucking Mexico right now, man. Absolutely. Maine to Mexico, baby. <laughs> fucking step on it. Endpoint Honduras. Yes, and you get all the cash you can because you got all this fucking dead wife money. You know, you start cashing in some bonds. Oh, yeah, well, your wife was a mid-level celebrity. You're taking that like was... 50 cents on the dollar, but it's still okay <laughs> but that's fine i mean like they have to and this is what i mean the beginning of the whole movie drives me nuts is because like they must have so much like so much money oh yeah between yeah. whatever the fucking whatever walt braddock had to pay out of pocket <laughs> oh yeah which was a lot um that's first two i imagine life insurance sure and b yeah you know you know minor you know Actress. Oh, guaranteed you got a loan to fix up that veterinary clinic. Uh, so you, you paid nothing for the veterinary clinic. <laughs> yeah. You clearly spent $100 on the thing. <laughs> well, because your nothing. stupid son didn't finish cleaning it up. <laughs> yes, because that was all him. Uh, well, that's what... You know what? He was assigned some work. Here's something. Because uh, you said Walter Braddock, which is a fake name. You want to know a real name of somebody who worked on this movie? <laughs> who did local makeup special effects? Oh. Bill... Splat Johnson. Oh, Splat Johnson? He's a legend. Is, is he? I don't know. Is that the nickname or the actual middle no, name? In quotes, Splat. Oh, okay. I've never understood. Dude, the, Splat the, Johnson? You're doing coke at Splat Johnson, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. You're definitely letting Splat Johnson sleep on your couch a couple of times a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, he keeps fighting with, quote, the misses. <laughs> hey, did you hear Splat's got the Splat? <laughs> <laughs> Splat's got the gack. We're going to roll with some Splat. Oh, did you hear uh, Splat Johnson was murdered? in an alley last night. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Over a matter of $40. <laughs> Splat 40. Johnson's been in the drunk tank for five days. <laughs> yeah, he still hasn't dried out. Yeah, everything Splat Johnson has to do is Herculean. You know, it's Splat. <laughs> take, it, take it easy tonight. Was that Splat Johnson murdered his girlfriend in a coked out rage? Not shocked. Mm-hmm. Splat Johnson. And you know, the thing that sucks is like we're going to end this movie on one of the fucking dumbest things. Oh, we, yes. Steve, right, Steve first invented this back on the Con Air episode. The idea of a movie taking a victory lap. Yeah. This movie has a similar thing, which is people who were murdered in this movie <laughs> it's victory so lap. weird. It's fucking Really creepy. It's the creepiest part of the movie. It's not a victory lap because victory lap, you know, that's when you're you're showing all the actors and you're saying the name who played them. Right. The Wh- credits are coming up, which is you know, it's a more dynamic way of doing the credits. A cheesier, shittier way to do the credits, but yeah, it's a way to do it. But this is like they're driving on the road to Mexico, and <laughs> yeah, it's just like in oval of everyone who died, like. Well, and there's like some sort of narration about like it's 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 dialogue from earlier in the film where the two kids are talking and it's like, oh, right. You know, I think you get over death after a while. And Edward Furlong's like, no, you don't. You don't ever get over death. And it's just all these people that are fucking murdered in this movie. It's more like, no, you never get over death. (laughs) It sticks with you forever, Terminator. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's like. The Oscars montage, because it's like the kid playing Drew, and it's like they get him da, in like a. Na, 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 da, na, na. They get him in like a laughing moment. It's fucking crazy. It's amazing. It's like we're all remembering better times. <laughs> it's just like, what are you trying to do, Pet Cemetery 2? <laughs> just end the movie of the fucking cemetery. Are you trying to make up for it? I didn't even know he was dead. <laughs> and also, 
I don't need another Ramones song. Yeah. Put in Pet Cemetery. It's an awesome fucking song. Or Bud the Chud. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that would be great. Bud the Chud. Sometimes dead is better. Bud the Chud. Yeah. Sure. What the hell? A, a monster mix kind of a thing? Oh, yeah, dude. Why no, not? No, you're right, though. That, that first Ramones song is classic. It's so great. And, like, the video for it's fucking hilarious. Like, play the video from the first song, like, over these credits. Not this fucking eerie victory lap. <laughs> Good Lord. Hi. Would anybody recommend this movie? Uh, it's a pretty strong recommend for me. Again, I never saw it until last night. Um... I think it's more enjoyable than the first movie. I think the first movie is probably a little bit better thematically and makes any sense. Sure. Also, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, ending's yeah. like chilling and like kind of creepy with a Denise Crosby spoiler alert. She's a zombie at the end of that movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is, it, it, I mean, the, the body count, like it does what I want a, a crappy horror sequel to do. Big body count, creative deaths. It moves at a clip. Really bad soundtrack. I'm all the way in. Yeah. Oh, I think it's, I mean, it's a huge recommend. I think it does. I mean, as Steve said, it's it's exactly what you wanted to do, and like Clancy Brown is really doing something with this character. Like, yeah. He oh is yeah, really he's really pushing it. He's taking it for a walk, and I really do appreciate. Like, it, it does make the movie more exciting to watch. You uh, you did mention the soundtrack, though, Steve. The oh, right. fucking. Woo. Better than Ezra fart rock that's going on in this movie. I mean, it's outrageous. Jesus and Mary Chain are in this movie. It's insane. And also what this movie has. We were talking about this on something a while ago. Maybe it was Con Air, actually. Yeah. Again, this movie is scored with an electric guitar. Yes. When, when, when things are really heating up, the fucking electric guitar is skyrocketing. Well, there's also some um, fart goth. Oh, you have to have. <laughs> um, at some oh, point. Was that like, him? <laughs> You have to have it, dude. But yeah, there's so much just screeching, wailing electric guitar on this score. It's amazing. I would totally recommend this movie. <laughs> Some of the deaths in this movie are absolutely brutal. You don't have the Fred Gwynn Little Critters Cutting Tendons, yeah, which is no. one of the most like Ugh. visceral, horrendous things that has ever happened but in a I'm movie. I'm glad they didn't do that. Right. I'm glad they didn't go that way. No, you don't want repeat kills. No. Like, just the same as, like, I'm glad, you know, Clancy Brown wasn't hit by a truck. And when you have to orchestrate a truck accident in this movie, it also contains two million potatoes. Oh, yeah. yes. Also, a little note from Pet Cemetery 1, they bring Miko Hughes back after getting hit by a Mack truck. He would be a, a bowl of jelly. Like, there's, yeah. nothing, there's, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing to bring <laughs> he's, back. He's meatwad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Pet Cemetery 2, directed by Mary Lambert. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast, of course. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Now, in addition to you know your usual writing into the mailbag, of course, if you are a Patreon subscriber... Uh, we do have the newsletter that is exclusive to Patreon subscribers. We want you to write in with some questions for us. Yeah, like, like a round robin, like what's your favorite this? What's right. your favorite that? What do you hate? Right, and we'll you know answer these questions on the exclusive We Hate Movies Patreon newsletter, which is indeed uh, entitled The Big Daddy Dispatch. Yes. 
Uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. Of course, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, tpublic.com uh, slash we hate movies. Pick up some merch. We would greatly appreciate Check that. Check out the Etsy store. Uh, yeah, Etsy, still selling. No, uh, Etsy.com slash shop slash WHM podcast or just Google WHM podcast Etsy and that's, a, that's where that is. That's, <laughs> that is where that is. So next week on the program, the 2016, I was getting my years all mixed up. Oh my God. Time flies when you're here at We Hate Movies. The 2016 Halloween Spectacular rolls on. We're getting to Franchise Town. We're talking another bad sequel. It's Halloween colon, The Curse of Michael Myers. Ooh, I like that uh, idea. This is Paul Rudd. Michael this, Myers is actually in that movie, which is nice. He is in that yeah. movie. He's possibly an agent for the government slash some sort of weird organization. Uh, I think we got to decide. We haven't figured it out at the time of this recording whether or not this is going to be the, the producer's cut. Oh, right. Uh, which is it's two different situations here. This was the movie that like Donald Pleasance died while making it or like shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff to talk about this movie. And Mainly he, the he fact- went out doing what he loved. <laughs> hunting Michael Myers. <laughs> So until next week, when we go to Franchise Town, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Huh? Sometimes. That is what I... Keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick for fuck's sake. seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. What the fuck are you What an excellent day for an exorcism.